Greetings, welcome to the sixth installment of my podcast, The K-Bar. The previous episode was all about marijuana. That joke is getting old now, so I'll no longer be doing that. This episode's all about heavy metal. Yeah, also, if you're listening to this podcast for the information on cancer... Or for some angry nerdrons with zero chill all about the pseudoscience. Then you can safely skip this particular episode. Uh, this episode is just about heavy metal and my trip to Valken, which was glorious. And I feel the need to mention this because uh, as part of your treatment, they tell you that you should always remember that you aren't cancer, you have cancer. So you should uh, carry on with your life as much as you possibly can, given that uh, the chemotherapy and all the rest of the stuff is going to make you feel really crappy and uh, you won't have the energy to necessarily go and run a marathon, not that I ever would anyway. That is a bit of a background of how this happened. I already had my plane tickets and accommodation and Wacken tickets and I already had a Wacken t-shirt, so everything was already uh, planned and then the whole cancer thing happened out of the blue. So I asked my oncologist, listen, uh, I've got this trip to Germany planned. I didn't tell him that it's going to entail moshing and crowd surfing and head banging and beer guzzling and all the stuff that medlets like to do. I just told him, I've already had this trip planned for almost a year, so can I still go? As I've mentioned, uh, I was getting the sandwich treatment where chemotherapy consists of the two buns and radiotherapy is the meat in the middle. And that's the sandwich treatment that I was getting. So the oncologist said, listen, you, you're up for a break anyway, after about five or six, like halfway through your uh, chemotherapy. You should have a bit of a break because you can't have your radiotherapy while you still have the chemotherapy drugs in your system. So it all worked out perfectly. And I got on the plane feeling like absolute crap. It was a middle of winter and I have this neuropathy and co the cold usually doesn't bother me at all. But because of the side effects of uh, the chemo, I was not feeling too fresh. So my brother was kind enough to drop me off at the airport and him and I sat there drinking a beer. I couldn't even hold the beer in my bare hands because it's cold and it gives me cramps. So I had these boomlard little gloves that I wore for a while and uh, they helped me a bit. They tied me over. So here I was on my merry way to Germany, conducting the metal version of the Hajj. And it really is, if you're a metalhead for once in your life, just you really have to go to Wacken. And Wacken is the biggest heavy metal fest in the world. It just blew my mind. My fragile little eggshell mind is completely blown. I got on the plane, rocked up at uh, the airport there. It was, I can't remember which one it was, I think it was Hamburg. And now I'm sitting at Hamburg Airport and I met up with uh, two people there whom I've never known before. But the backstory was that I had a credit card and it worked out cheaper for us to rent a car than any other kind of public transport. Because Wacken really is like Opikopi in the sense that Opikopi is way out there in Northern. And it's a bit like next to Pits on the Water, there's no public transport that goes there. Now, usually everything in Europe is very connected and you can, especially in Germany, you can get around for the price of a beer you can pretty much go anywhere you want to go on either a bus or a train uh, it's just a bit of a language barrier if you're not too fluent in german 
But other than that, it's not a problem. But because uh, Vakan is way out there, there's there are some buses that eventually go there, but they were all fully booked by the time uh, we woke up. I rented a car and I met up with these chaps because uh, they had European driver's licenses. So that was a bit of an awkward situation. I was a bit wary of doing that. But they ended up being very nice chaps. Yeah, I won't names drop here because uh, they might be embarrassed to be associated with someone like me. <laughs> but they were excellent babysitters. I ended up in the Vakan VIP section with them. Yes, how did this happen? Well, I played the Reach for the Dream card. Uh, I was actually meant to camp with somebody else, some mates of mine. We ended up just losing communication because of the situation of Wi-Fi there. They did have Wi-Fi there, that's public, but it was just overused. So we just lost comms. And uh, these have other chaps I've just met up with there. They had VIP tickets from other bands that they knew, because these bands are all getting a bit longer the two, so they don't really want to do the camping thing anymore. They just uh, jet in do the kick-ass gig and then go back to the hotel and then probably thrash it and throw television sets out the window and molest sharks and that kind of thing, you know, as metalheads tend to do. But camping is beneath them a bit. So fortunately for us, then uh, these uh, newly friends of mine, they got VIP tickets, but now I didn't. So that was a problem because I couldn't get hold of the people I was meant to camp with. And I told them, look, it's not a problem, I'll just sleep in the car, because it's the car that I rented anyway. The only thing is, I'm going to have to have access to the VIP section. And the Vakan people, fortunately, initially they wouldn't budge. And then uh, I had this little marketing thing around my wrist for my implant. And I showed them this, and I said, listen, ich hatte Krebs, you know, I've got cancer. And I showed them the story, and I showed them my scars, and I showed them the implant. And... Uh, then they said, okay, wait right here. And then they went to the back and we saw them talking and typical South African, we saw them talking for a while and we thought, yeah, that's a good sign. Just wait here, wait here. It looks like they're talking. It looks like they're going to organize something. And who they created, they did. It was amazing. I even we emailed them afterwards. And you must remember, this really is the biggest metal fest in the world. There's a couple of hundred thousand people here. And I just emailed them a thank you note saying, yeah, thanks, man, thanks. And I tried in my broken German. And they even emailed me back. They're, these people are just incredible. They're in, on a different level of humanity and things like, you know, like some of the best South Africans we have. That's how their average blokes are. It was amazing. So, what about the metal? Because that's what it's all about. The bands I saw, the first band I saw there was Danzig, the evil Elvis himself. So I was very impressed. I had to wipe tears from the corners of my eyes the whole time while I was there. Uh, during Danzig as well. It was so great to see Danzig, but uh, I heard that it wasn't the best Danzig gig ever from some of my mates who'd seen it before. But for me, it was just the best to see Danzig. And then I saw Judas Priest. So I'm sorry, fellow South Africans who didn't buy your tickets. And uh, now you're missing out on one of the best live shows you could have seen. Sorry for you guys, but I already saw them. And that was mind blowing as well. I mean, this is one of the best metal bands ever. And they've just recently had their asses kicked and they've just kicked their own asses into another gear with uh, two new guitarists in there. And, yeah, mind-blowing show. And every single thing on that stage catches fire. They Everything blows fire, everything. It was just mind-blowing. And then uh, my cancer ass caught up with me, and I was just too tired. But fortunately, being VIP, I had a shuttle that escorted me back to the VIP section. And then from the VIP section, the camping site, uh, the shuttle escorts you to the backstage area where you can hang out with the bands if the bands are there, but I didn't meet that many bands there. 
I met a few very interesting characters, though. So uh, it's mostly the press, which like I don't have much interest in talking to journalists. Like old Frank Zappa says, you know, journalists are people who can't write writing for people who don't read. That's pretty much journalism in a nutshell. I met some very interesting characters there. This is one dude I met in the queue, because I was standing behind a dude with a D.B. Borgir t-shirt. This t-shirt had uh, lyrics from their song Antichrist from the Stormblast album. And the, the two Germans behind me were wondering like, what is this? What does it say? And I turned around and I told them, no, it, it says Jeyer und Skapus and Jeyer Antichrist, because I speak a little bit of Norwegian. And I thought, okay, well, they asked me, what does it mean? And so I said, well, it means I am an evil creation. I am the Antichrist. That's pretty much what it means. And they were very impressed. So they asked me, like, are you Norwegian? So I said, no, 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 I'm not Norwegian. I just speak a little, picked it up pretty much during your, when you're sitting on the throne and you open your Duolingo apps. That, then you can learn a lot of magical things. And then uh, they heard me order some coffee in the queue. And then they said, oh, diese Männer, sie sprechen sehr gut Deutsch. And after that, they just decided, this dude is fluent in German and Norwegian and English. And then <laughs> whenever they saw me, they just carried on a, a full-blown German conversation in the local dialect there, which I could follow. But most of the time, I just said, yeah, genau, yeah, genau, which is the German version of, yeah, near, yeah, near. Uh, like in Afrikaans, we say, yeah, near, yeah, near, when you... You just want to keep the conversation going and pretend that you're listening, but you're not really committing to <laughs> really understanding what is being said. So that was interesting. But this chap looked like uh, a bigger, taller, scarier version of uh, Lemmy from Motorhead. And he just decided I'm cool. So from that point on, whenever we saw each other, he's like, hey, here, have a beer. And like, we spoke a bit and like, uh, have a, had a fat chat. Uh, I don't know who he is or what he does exactly, but he looked like a bit of a biker type. Cool chap. Yeah, so that's one of the characters I met there. Some other people we saw there every day was the band Destruction. To those of you who know your proper German metal, yeah, they are a bunch of characters as well. So they were walking around there with their leather chaps and women on chains and all that, but uh, don't worry, it was all consensual. The women really liked it. Who else did I see there besides Judas Priest? Oh, here's an interesting story. Well, it was cool for me because the, the people who were babysitting me, they took a great, great care of me. But uh, they had to ensure that I don't get a fever, uh, because if I get a fever and it's an emergency, then I have to take the uh, rental car out of there, and then that's pretty much the end of Aachen for everybody. So, to their credit, they took very good care of me. They made sure that I avoided all the very violent mosh pits. They made sure that uh, I avoided all these skanky hoes. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, they just made sure that I took my pulls when I had to. They made sure that I ate, and uh, I slept very comfortably in the car. So, thanks very much. You know who you are. Thanks very much for taking such good care of me. What else did I see there? Oh, because these guys are more into their power metal. And I like power metal, but I'm not the world's biggest power metal fan. I like my death metal and my black metal. And the other dudes who were there, my other mates, they're more into their thrash. So, it, and it worked out quite well, because they're right behind the VIP section is the tent where they have most of the black metal happening. So I saw some of my favorite Norwegian bands there, like Enslaved. And the one night, uh, there was a band playing there that started off with some very tasteful classical guitar. And once the vocals started, I thought, damn, I recognize this 
guy's voice, but I just can't place them. It sounds very similar to a band that I've been listening to, but this is definitely not them. But the voice is definitely the same dude. And I just couldn't place them. And it was excellent. It was a really, really good live show. And it ended up being Nocturno Koltu singing, of course, from the Dark Throne fame. And it was one of his other bands called Sarka. So that was my discovery of Vaken. Been listening to quite a bit of Sarka since then. I was also privileged enough to see the 30-year Halloween reunion with all their vocalists. And everybody had their moment on stage. That was brilliant. That was uh, one of the highlights of Vaken. Unfortunately, I did miss some of the bands that I really wanted to see, like uh, Dibi Borgir. Unfortunately, I, I couldn't see them. I just, my health just wasn't there. After uh, watching Halloween and Enslaved, I, on the last night, I went to the camp and I took a whole bunch of pills and I just passed out and slept. And yeah, saw some interesting things in the camp as well, like a birdie German dude who tried to get into the wrong car, and it happened to be an Australian chap. Because you have to understand that Wacken is roughly 50-50, 50% Germans and 50% people from all over the world. Uh, I met quite a bunch of Australians there, quite a bit of Spanish women. Oh yeah, and uh, like pretty much, I'd say 90% of that 50% are all from South America. Yeah, South America really is a place that's very passionate about the heavy metal. So it was just such a great experience and literally everybody there, you can just walk up to any random person there and you'll have something in common and you can spend the next three days talking metal with these people because it's all your tribe yeah it was just amazing mind-blowing I came back feeling so uh, revived I'll definitely do that again yes so if you're a medlet definitely consider doing the Hajj at least once in your lifetime just go to Vakken don't even think twice go to Vakken after you've done Vakken, then you can explore all the other little dingy festivals as well, but Vakken is the big one. Yeah, this episode not so much about cancer or surgery or chemo, just a little bit of background about me. I hope you've enjoyed it. If not, don't worry, the next episode is going to be all about chemotherapy. No, wait, the other one, radiotherapy, yes. I'll be talking about radiotherapy in the next one. This one was just about metal, so I hope you folks like coffee. Love and rockets.